Welcome to Chuck and Aardvark versus the Galaxy. I'm Chuck. I'm Aardvark. And the galaxy is our freaking enemy. I'm sorry to, to be so blunt, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry to editorialize this early into the podcast, but I just I always get so stressed when I'm driving. As you all know, we did not upload an episode last week, and there is a very specific reason. Things, because we are fleeing for our lives. Everything has gone to hell and back. Since, not, not, not back yet. Not, no, we are not back. We We're are still, still in, in hell. hell. So let me fill you guys in on what happened exactly. So as Hey, I, get out of the road, Roadhog! Yeah, we're we're currently in my van. My uh, doppelganger basically destroyed my car and spent all of my life savings on quote unquote repairing it. Really getting ripped off by that that piece of crap. Ted completely ripped me. Well, I say me. There was a doppelganger. He looked like me. He acted like me. He wasn't me. But he destroyed my life. I had no money. I couldn't afford the mortgage, and I called my dad. And as everyone knows, my dad is a wonderful, generous man. But he wasn't in a very good mood when I called him. He basically told me to, and I quote, never speak to him again. <laughs> I know he's just mad. All right, I know this isn't my place, and, and certainly this public forum that we're broadcasting to our myriad listeners is probably not the place. No, no, this is the place to say everything. Go for it. I, your dad hates you. And honestly, the sooner you accept that your family will never accept you, that they despise you and everything you become, that to, to them, you are the summation of all of their failures, the sooner you'll finally be at peace. Get out of the way, Roadhog! Yeah, Roadhog! Why are, why are hogging the road? Where did all these hogs come from? The That's road is filled with hogs. Was there a break, a, a, a farm break? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we are surrounded by actual swine right now i'm not i'm we're not saying that in terms of like a hyperbolic like oh people are swine no there are pigs the, driving the road cars. is swarming with pigs i understand my dad's a grumpy guy sometimes he gets his words get carried away your dad is literally a tyrant he is the owner of a bunch of overseas shoe factories that probably employ child labor i mean they do yeah they do oh so you're complicit you're no, knowing no. complicit no i uh <laughs> That's uh, canon. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! No, no, no. I, I get what me, you're saying. Let me clarify. I asked my father about this, and mm-hmm. he told me, you know, running a company is complex business. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people make choices that might seem evil on the outside, but truly, you know, they're justified. So, you know, he's my dad. I gotta believe the guy. I think it's important that we kind of speed through this exposition real quick. So here's 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 what has happened. Ari has lost his house. The doppelganger that replaced him ruined him financially, spent all of his life savings on a con artist named Ted. And in the meantime, we, in our pursuit of unveiling the truths of the galaxy, we have accumulated quite a list of enemies. Yeah, we've already discussed that last episode. The pigeon mob is it definitely put a hit out I on have us. Been- We've been defecated on frequently, and mm-hmm. it's been horrible. Like, I'm, I'm disgusting. This car, I can barely see out the window right now. Yeah. Um, this car, this, this van, by the way, you're wondering how we got this van. It's one of the white uh, Smithsonian vans. We just got in their van, and we took it, which means now they're after us, too. The Smithsonian is after us. The pigeons are after us. Do I want to go left or right here? Quickly, quickly. Left, right, left, right. Just right. Oh, Okay. Oh, bad idea. Oh, we are off-road. Oh, my gosh. We are going down into a gully. Oh, in case you're not aware, there is a car following us. I didn't... There is a specifically a car... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never actually said. No, there is a car with mysterious inhabitants, shaded windows. It's not a white van, so I don't know if it's Smithsonian or not. Someone is pursuing us. Yeah, no, it's the opposite of a white van. It's a black convertible. But the roof's on, unfortunately. So it's not con- it's on convertible mode right mm-hmm. now, you know? But the windows are down, but they're all wearing bags on their heads. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they're driving. 
<laughs> it's just four individuals sitting in seats with bags over their heads with the windows down uh, <laughs> in a black convertible. And no one, as far as I can tell, is even steering. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? The cars are in on this, too. We already talked about that. Like, maybe the car itself is, is right, self-driving the car, car. Right, self-driving car. Another enemy, another group that is definitely trying to destroy us. Self-driving cars. Car mechanics are also after us. Locksmiths are after yeah, us. Yeah, that was... Death himself is after me. Yeah, I honestly, when my car broke down and he... You know, completely screwed it up. I actually did go to car mechanics and get it fixed. No one will see me anymore. They, yeah, all they, they, our, ever since my father got, no, no one's answering my calls anymore. I mean, I had literally no contacts at all. Ari is the only person I ever speak to. Yeah, but... fo- <laughs> Charlie's phone has two buttons: one to look on the internet to look up research, and one button just calls me. Yeah, yeah, and my internet it, it has like a child lock on it. It's like it like literally. I I, I, can't... I implemented that. Yeah, Ari put that honestly for my own protection. For your protection, absolutely. Um, that was a that was a dark time for me. I discovered the dark hole that is a uh, not safe for work Reddit threads. Uh, yeah, I uh, Charlie was. I feel so disgusted. Charlie was crying for uh, three weeks. He kept rocking back and forth and saying, "Mother, please don't." I don't. <laughs> Uh, I, I've been here idling at this red light for like six minutes. Run it. I, no, they're coming. No. The car, they're, they're catching up, dude. They're Ari, about to hit our car. Ari, if we cannot, if we cannot abide. We stole a, we stole a car. We did. <laughs> no, we did objectively steal a car. There's a line, Ari. Running red light is the line. There's no cars anywhere. We're literally in the middle of like, uh, we are on Route 66. I don't know why there's intersections and lights on Route 66, but there are. There is no one here. Wait, the light just turned brown? What does that mean? <laughs> I'll let you figure that out. There's like 20 lights on this of various colors. <laughs> so I feel like this... Why are there so many pigs on Route 66? <laughs> what? Yeah, what are all these pigs doing here? What is this crazy traffic light that has like 20 different colors? I feel like everything's just gone crazy since we started talking about the universe. It's like, honestly, we do this podcast because we want people to open their eyes. And uh, the truth is not pretty. I mean, look at us. We are we are being pursued across a dystopic landscape of pigs and gullies and crazy traffic signals that don't make any sense. Almost like we're in some kind of phantom toll booth universe because we challenged the galaxy. But yes, I do want to talk to you about something. We're driving right now, right? And I feel like we're... we're... That's been well established. <laughs> we haven't moved since the light went brown. Oh, that's true. Oh, shoot. Okay, I'm going to start driving again. Just go. Just go. I don't, it... Yeah, I'm not sure what running a brown light means. Um, I don't know if I want to know. It, do, it, sounds, like, it sounds like something I would have seen on Reddit. <laughs> running the brown light. R slash running the brown light. NSFW. <laughs> you, well, you that is a real subreddit. And you would not be seeing If that is a real subreddit, you won't be seeing it. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. And thank you again for protecting me from myself. Um, and uh, honestly, but like no offense. Shout out to all you Reddit pornographers. Like really, you're doing good work. I'm just not. You do you. Do you and there's nothing wrong with that. Charlie is just weak minded. I'm just weak. I'm weak. I'm a weak little boy. Anyway. That, this is why. <laughs> exactly uh, that. That is why he doesn't get privileged. So, have you noticed that we've hit, like, basically every red light since we've left? It's like the red lights are aiming. Yeah. Ooh. Back when I was a kid, and my mom... You know, like, when your mom would come to pick you up from school, and she'd make no. you run home? I never saw my mother much. Yeah, you were mostly raised by your butler, right? Yeah, uh, Colonel Blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Colonel Blue. He was a character. I haven't seen him in years. I wonder how he's doing. I wonder if we'll find out. I, I just I just remember like how much he would juggle. Yeah, he would he would just come up to me and go, 
Hey, Sonny, you want to see a prick? And then he just started juggling, <laughs> and it was great. It was always good, and it was always juggling. Like, he'd come over, want to see a trick? 20 years, and, and it was then, always juggling. And then they sent him away, and I don't know why. Yeah, he's in prison now, isn't he? Somewhere. Some sort of institution of some kind. Yeah, I was going to say that I remember hearing something about uh, Guantanamo. Yeah, he's... <laughs> um, I did hear that he broke out recently. You read that in the newspaper? Uh, no, it was on FBI's Most Wanted. Gotcha. <laughs> So, Colonel Blue, is if you're out there, uh, we miss you. We miss your juggling. We're not sure what crime you committed, but uh, we believe you, whatever it is. We're on your we side. Believe. We believe. <laughs> um, but anyway, I remember, uh, you know, running home from school with my mom behind me in the car. <laughs> Being like, you better run faster. I'm going to run you over. And, uh, no wonder you can run so fast. I've noticed you're a fast runner. I'm a, I'm a good driver, and I'm a fast runner. Yeah, once Charlie got his first car, his mother would... uh be in the car behind him a larger car driving after his car saying you better go faster i'm gonna hit you with my car i'm gonna hit you with my car you're gonna die so charlie's she she always said to me every night before i went to bed good night charlie the fast survive and they feed on the slow guess he wasn't fast enough in that fire huh yeah no in the end i know we sound cold right now guys but like i mean she was a monster unlike my dear father who an angel just a golden boy yeah uh our parents are are i mean our, both of our sets of parents are awful and <laughs> terrible things to us when we were kids. Um, anyway, my mother, yeah. So we always hit red lights is my point. And my mama, my mama, <laughs> Your mama. always used to say, uh, well, it's just, it's, it's just Murphy's law. You ever hear that? I have. It's Murphy's law. Like when everything just sort of seems to go wrong. Everything and, that can go wrong will go wrong. And it's something that I'm just now, I'm just now hearing as though the ghost of my, of my mother is screaming in my ear. Murphy's law, Murphy's law. Open the door, open the door. It's burning, it's burning. Murphy's law. And, um. Wait, wait. did you lock the did door? Did I bar the, tar- the door of the target? There were my customers in there, weren't there? Um. Actually, now that I remember, <laughs> your family were the only victims inside, right? <laughs> Look. The rep- the arsonist the arsonist <laughs> the arsonist report. Uh, it's when written, the fi- written by another arsonist. Yeah, the, you know. the firefighters commissioned some arsonists to come in and write the report. Like, you guys understand this stuff? It's like when you call a mafia guy to ask about a mafia. It's crime. it's like the Hannibal Lecter. I was about to say Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, and you know, um, the arsonist report said that uh, they said my family was uh, incapacitated for mysterious reasons, and that's why they couldn't escape the fire, and they left it at that. We're gonna leave it at that too. Murphy's law. You know, look, look, look ahead of us right now. Do you see that there are eight traffic lights and they've all simultaneously turned red? I mean, that's like, that doesn't even make sense. Traffic, traffic pattern wise. You would think, man, like it can't just be me because like when I'm at a red, they're at a green, but like everyone knows this. Well, everyone experiences this. So this is like somehow everyone is simultaneously experiencing their worst reality. Yeah. I mean, we are right now. Look at our lives. It's an, everything's gone wrong. So it's almost as though. People be, people become aware of the fact that that reality itself is tempering itself to inconvenience them specifically, yeah. right? That that the galaxy is targeting individual people trying to make their day suck just a little bit, and we have this word for it, Murphy's law. But who is Murphy, and what is this law? What's interesting is that we've already talked in the past about the concept of like switching realities. Remember how your buns disappeared? Mm-hmm. Maybe we're like, Sounds like you said buns. Maybe buns. <laughs> no, buns your buns are very much still there. Um, boy, that brings me back to r slash buns disappearing. 
That was actually when I finally cut him off. <laughs> that I is, heard, uh, I heard giggles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was over. Um, I'm giggling just thinking about it right now. Yeah. Uh, so I'm wondering if maybe the universe is tailored so that every person experiences what's, like, you know, with like exceptions like Elon Musk, like everything's gone right for that man for some reason. For most people, yeah. What? Yeah. What? Why? What the heck does the galaxy see in that guy that that he's gotten so lucky? He's done some pretty weird things and said some pretty weird things, but everyone still loves him. Like everything is just gone right for him. Meanwhile, we just talk about truth, doing the same thing that Elon Musk is supposedly doing. We're, we're paving the way for the future, and yet we're being pursued by mysterious cars and there's birds flying overhead. I mean, the farther into Route 66 we've gone, the more it transitions from pigeons to vultures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are currently, just to paint a, a word picture right now, we're currently driving down Route 66. The pigs. We're surrounded by crazy traffic lights that are just flashing at us nonstop. There are stampedes of hogs getting in our way. There's a convertible pursuing us. The, the sun has been obscured by giant black vultures in the sky. I didn't even mention vultures. I don't understand why what they got <laughs> It's solidarity, dude. It's bird solidarity. Birds of a feather. But but what I'm thinking of adages. Great. Well, I was I was just gonna say that the galaxy is stepping in to make sure we don't escape right now. We're fighting the very galaxy, Chuck and Aardvark versus the galaxy. Why did we call it that? That might have been a bad idea. Maybe we maybe maybe it made us sound threatening. Maybe we declared war on the galaxy with this podcast. Like if we called like Chuck and Arvark discuss our friend the galaxy. Maybe the galaxy would have been fine. But like we had to. <laughs> so does that mean that there's only two types of people? There are those whose lives are made worse by Murphy's Law, and those whose lives are made better as a way to make others' lives worse. Right. There are those like my father, whose life is serving to make everyone's better. No, you're like those children who need employment. Look, your father is clearly an example. <laughs> you, you, you're, you're defending child slavery. No, they're getting paid. My father said it was a lot of money. I don't know what the, what the amount of money is, but he said they're doing way better than they would have. So I'm assuming he's paying them thousands of dollars. They're probably living in mansions. I would never defend child labor. Are you sure that when your father says they're doing way better than they would have, that's just because he has an army of sentient robots, and if they didn't work for him, the robots would literally destroy them? I mean, he did mention to me that me, you know, interfering with his robot work really put him back a step, and that's why he wasn't going to pay me anything. He said that was one of the many reasons why he wasn't going to pay okay, me. Okay, your father's a supervillain. We'll put a pin in that. But your father is clearly a supervillain. He is super. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, I definitely think there's, like, this caste system, clearly, within the galaxy, where there is the privileged, and there are the unprivileged. And we're not talking about privilege in the grander sort of socioeconomic sense. We're talking about privilege on the Karmic privilege. Karmic privilege. I have a feeling that pretty much no one thinks that they are one of the karmic privileges. I mean, I'm sure... No, yeah, I'm sure that if, like, if we start, like, talking about karmic privilege, there's going to be this whole backlash of people saying, you know, karmic privilege is just something you're making up because you can't handle the fact that we've worked hard for what we have. Yeah, people People are going to get really mad at us They're just not going to acknowledge that, yeah, some people just get easier steps. Some people just have easier lives. Literally, the, the galaxy is changing the fabric of their lives. I just looked this up. It says, the perceived perversity of the universe has long been a subject of comment, and precursors to the modern version of Murphy's Law are not hard to find. Recent significant research in this area has been conducted by members of the American Dialect Society. Society member Stephen Grunson has found a version of the law not yet generalized or bearing that name in a report by Alfred Holt, 
at an 1877 meeting of an engineering society. Which leads me to wonder, do you think that Alfred Holt realized one of the many theories we discovered and was like, man, like maybe he was getting chased. You're right. You're saying that Alfred Holt, who did all this research into Murphy's Law and into the the, the way that the universe is conspiring against us, that he was, like us, a truth seeker. It says that mathematician Augustin Morgan wrote about Murphy's Law originally. He's one of the first people to do that in 1866. Mm-hmm. And it's possible that when we say Murphy's Law, we're referring to Augustus de Morgan. And we just remember saying his name wrong. Mor- so- it was Morgan's Law? It was Morgan's Law. So who's Augustus de Morgan? Morgan Lafay. Wait, who's Morgan Lafay? Morgan Law. Morgan's Lafay. Morgan Lafay was the was was Merlin's rival. Wait, you're oh my god. This is go this goes way back. This goes back to literally to King Arthur, which King Arthur and the Round Table, if you remember, King Arthur was the original person who stood for truth. The whole idea of the Round Table was that all of the knights from the realm would get together and it would create a kingdom of of enlightenment. Right? Yeah. And so Arthur, King Arthur, was the original Chuck and Aardvark. He was the original denizen trying to expose the truth of the galaxy. And Morgan Lafay was a conniving agent of the galaxy. Whenever a society is like called out for the terrible things they do, usually the people in power, they won't say, oh, our bad. They'll say, that's just the way things are. So it was Morgan Le Fay just trying to like, people were saying, man, why is everything always going for me? Morgan's like, I guess just just how the world works. Right. That's mathematical. Right. You can't do anything about it. That's just Morgan's law. Morgan's law. Yeah. Oh, oh, they, they hit our car. They just hit our car from oh, behind. Oh, I, yeah. I, You're going way too slowly. You've been slowing yeah, down. Honestly, honestly, I took my foot off the gas like 20 minutes ago and it's just we've been going down a hill. <laughs> On the 166, you know, the flat, the curved desert that goes downhill the whole way west. We are going west. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're California. Just... That's the goal. That's every, that's every podcaster's goal is California, right? Don't forget Winona, King Van Vass, and San Veradina. Don't you? Here, radio. Get up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. That was really distracting me. I don't know why you turned on the radio and just blasted <laughs> it into there. That was, you know. Weird coincidence, though. I think we should focus in on the history. The, st- the sword and the stone. No one could get the sword out of the stone. Mm-hmm. Except for Arthur. He pulled it out and it worked. Which leads me to believe that he actually was one of the ones benefiting from Murphy's Law. And I bet you he was noble enough to take note of that. Like, he was one of the few in history who, like, noted, wait a minute. You're right. The universe literally was trying to make Arthur into someone like, well, like your father. No offense. Someone to be, like... A hero. <laughs> sure. You... <laughs> We're going to have to just work around the fact that, whatever, (laughs) that you can't accept that your father's a bad guy. But anyway, he pulled the sword out and he realized, huh, why did the stone allow me to pull the sword out and not everyone else? Everyone else is just as deserving. Arthur, like us, was just a really good guy. He's a stand-up man. And so he started, he created the round table as a way of being like, look, the laws of the universe uh, aren't fair. The universe itself is not a fair place. And no one will be at the head of the table. We are all... We're equal. all equal. He actually invented the idea of equality. King Arthur did. Yeah. Arthur was literally a white knight. <laughs> like... <laughs> the galaxy seems like it's randomly picking people to have everything go right and picking people to have everything go wrong and it can switch on the dime. It's playing like just one big like tabletop game where it's just rolling I was just dice. Of that. And 
right just rolling dice and like doesn't even care like what the outcome is and you're right like it doesn't even have an agenda that we no can morals see. no good or bad it just is it just and i mean we're not the first to talk about a chaotic universe but it's like this is like a, it's like chaotic neutral right and i mean i do think it's important right that we've realized something which is that this does not mean that free will doesn't exist. I don't think the galaxy, the universe, is completely in control, which is why it's trying to stop us right now. It's because we're exercising our free will by escaping. Yeah, we aren't, we're not taking it, which that's the thing is, you know, think about all the people. In we're his- not gonna take it. No, we ain't gonna, I'm gonna turn this off. Yeah, t- <laughs> why do you keep turning a radio on? It's like a tick with you. You keep doing it. Yeah, I think I think it's honestly left over from that in, impulse to just hit Reddit. Desire, like you, you've always been really obsessed with social media. Like you're always on your phone. I I am on my phone a lot. It's really weird because you have zero Facebook friends, but you. Yeah, you won't even be friends with me on Facebook. I mean, I don't use Facebook anymore. I've seen your Facebook account. You have eight thousand friends. It has taken me years, <laughs> years and and blood and sweat and tears to build my empire, and it will not fall. And I will not let these 8,000 people watch our podcast because right. I don't want to risk losing anyone. All right. All right. You're sounding like your father. <sighs> My father's a good guy. Okay. Okay. It's okay. You're, you've got these genes inside of you that are... that are. Yeah, ever since I was a child, I first... I, I had a weird habit of eating pants. Yeah. Yeah. You have, you, you have your father's genes inside of you. And I feel like, I feel like when you ate your father's pants... <laughs> When your father forced you to that was, eat, uh, that was honestly, and, and he'd say, "Do you know what that tastes like? That tastes like the tears of happy children who are getting paid fairly to make these pants." Oh my god, my dad's a bad guy. Wait, that was the. This is the moment that you realize your dad's a bad guy because you've. Wow. All right. L- listen. I'm not. I'm not saying my dad's like evil. I'm saying that my dad. Okay. Well, that's a good first step, at least. Listen. Oh, my dad. My dad's calling. Oh, weird timing, but okay. Uh. Hey, Daddy. No, 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 we're not. We're we're not on the road. We are not driving. You can see me right now. How, how can you see? He's uh, Ari, in the car behind me. Ari, look in the rearview mirror, or you could just turn around. He's, he's taking off. He's taking off the bag. It's your father. Da- oh my gosh, Ari! The rest of them are taking off their bag. It's your mom and your siblings. <laughs> Your whole family is chasing us. Wait, stop the car. Maybe they just want to hang out. No. All right, all right. I, we got to We got We got you, 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 Just, okay. I'm, stop the car. I'm, no. No. Stop the car, Charlie. I have to handle this. I don't think that's a good idea. Stop the car. Okay. Yes, and me, Charles. Stop that car. Ah, uh, you're speaking in the language that I must obey. All right, I've stopped the car. I'll be right back. All right? All right. He's, he's gotten out of the car. He's walking over to his family. Uh, oh, my, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! They shot him! His father pulled out a gun and shot him in the chest! Uh, He's dragging himself uh, back. He's bringing himself back to the... Oh my uh, gosh! A vulture just swooped down and dropped him. Uh, <laughs> he lifted him up into Charlie! the sky! The vulture is taking him away! Taking him off into the distance. Oh my gosh, Ari's father is is climbing into the car with me. He's holding the gun at me. Let's talk about Murphy's Law, shall we? Fearless denizens, I think this is the end of our episode. And as always, keep your eyes shut and your ears clear and the galaxy will destroy you. Goodbye, listeners. See you later, alligator. 
What a twist! <laughs>